Hello and welcome to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. This week's episode is our favorite British films with special guest, Miss Money and his sister, Julia. Enjoy! Hi everyone, it's a brand new episode of Tony the Movie Guy. I am your host, Tony the Movie Guy, and we have a treat on this uh, evening's episode. My co-host is... Miss Money Annie. And who's our guest? My I'm sister! going to let you introduce her. <laughs> <laughs> Go I, ahead. I can't contain my excitement, listeners. This is my sister, Julia Bayer. Hi, Hi Jules. Hi, hello. Okay, so Julia is Miss Money Annie's sister. She's also British, so you're going to really get a kick out well, of this. Well, we're actually this. German, but what I know, ifs? it's so funny. These ladies are German, but they grew up in England. So we all grew up together in England. We did. Um, I'm more along the same age range as Julia. Uh, you know, so I... Ish, 27. Yes, yeah, exactly, <laughs> 16. Um, so, I mean, I've known you for like almost 30 years, which yeah. is crazy. And then uh, Miss Money Annie, Yanni, when you moved to America is when we really kind of bonded and you know became very close friends um but there's a lot of history uh, i have with jules and jules husband m is one of my longest friends and then of course as i said you know yenny and uh, julia are sisters we are indeed i think so. if you have a, a cool name like money any i should be called julia gulia julia gulia that's uh the wedding singer exactly <laughs> good we reference love it. well done okay did you say hello to our listeners uh, hello, everyone. I'm really pleased to be here from Yay. all the way from England. That's right. She traveled all the way from England and she's on a show and we're super happy to have you on. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here. Now, this isn't just like nepotism. I don't know if I used the, the wrong what word. What does that even mean? Yeah, nepotism what does that mean? is like when, you know, in, in like a business, you like hire your family members oh. or you favor them. Okay. Uh, we're having Jules on the show because you're lovely and she did travel all the way here. Thank you. And because uh, Miss Money Any like almost broke my arm. I pulled rank. Yeah, and told me <laughs> my sister's coming on the show. Sister rank. <laughs> we're going to do two cool things yes. on the show tonight. Number one, um, because we're all... We are all British. I know you guys are oh, German-born, no. yeah, but I sure. think of you guys as British. You I mean, really we, we speak English to each other, not German. That's how English yeah. we are. Yeah. yeah and I'm... if you heard Jules kids talk, I mean, they're little Brits. It's <laughs> they adorable. couldn't be more Mummy. British. Oh, my Mummy. God. Mummy. Mummy. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, so the topic that you guys picked, which I love, is British films. Correct. So again, subjective list. Uh, you guys are going to share. You have your own list. I yes. have mine. We'll go back and forth. And that will be kind of the main topic. And we're just going to go back and forth on our favorite British films. I'm sure the list will in no way be complete. It's our own. So I'm sure you guys are going to have tons of British rom-coms, right? Right. <laughs> a few, maybe a few. You might surprise you me saying? with some others. You're girls and you like rom-coms. What are you saying, Tony? I just said it. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> okay, but here's the other subject. Um, Julia is the executive director and the owner of a company called ARC Music. And I I'm actually very familiar with this company because your, your dad... Horst, I think, founded it originally like yeah. 40 years ago. Yeah. And I grew up in England and it's based there. And the I'm going to let you talk about about it a bit more. But from what I know, I mean, it's a like a record label that it's quite unique. They deal with um, international ethnic music. And uh, like I know Hossam Ramsey, who does the Egyptian, the Egyptian. Percussion. And he's very famous. I remember he toured with like, uh, what was it? Led, Led Zeppelin. Zeppelin. Yeah. And I remember I used mm -hmm. to like teach he taught me how to like play bongo drums and he's one of the musicians you guys represent and stuff like that um but when did you take over the company so i took over about 10 years ago um actually um yeah so my dad started the company 40 years ago 1976 he had a venue in germany he was a promoter and he basically saw a gap um in the in the music market for international world music that's what it's called, right? International yeah. world music. Yeah, people call it world, indigenous, ethnic. I mean, you know, the world is a very large term, but it's essentially music from different countries. Right. 
and, and all um, these wide array of mm-hmm. like instruments, yeah. beautiful, crazy songs and rhythms. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. So I started getting involved about ten years ago. I worked under my mom. Um, Karen Tubersing, who was also very much involved in the company uh, doing A&R. Um, What's A&R? So it's basically that section that looks after the artists and works with artists to make music and albums. And, um, you know, the selection goes through the selection of good. These are the artists we want to work with. And this is the type of music. Um, so I apprenticed under her. Um, for a while and then um, actually took over her job and uh, then a while later the then executive director went on to do some other things and my father asked me to take over take over the company Mm -hmm. that's right so um, it's been a really really great experience obviously I grew up with music and you know my father and I used to listen to Native American um, music and you know, dance around the living room to it. We used to listen to African Miriam Makeba. And um, so I've always had a love, you know, deep down right. for, for this type of music. Um, and I just find it very easy to work with. So, awesome. yeah. So um, obviously the company's is grown a lot and expanded and we have some fantastic staff that have been there for a long, long time. Um, and, you know, we've been very um, active um, now for some time in, you know, getting our music also placed into films and TV and advertisements and things like that. So that's how we get to see you here in America, because you come over to New York, you come over to Los Angeles, you get to go to all the studios. And what are you doing? You're, you're pitching your music to go in films or finding Yeah, talent? so um, we have back home, um, Karen is our licensing director and um, she's obviously working very hard and she has two young children, so she's not able to travel at the moment. Um, so I've been doing the journeys here, which is great because I get to hang out with Yeni whilst I'm here and see friends like Come yourself. Come on the podcast. Exactly. That's right. Um, but yeah, essentially, um, we meet with um, music supervisors. So these are the people whose job it is to select and clear music for films. Um, and we meet with TV stations, uh, film companies, ad agencies, and present our music and artists to them in the hope that we get placements. Yeah, and you certainly get placements because the list is huge. I mean, your music features in TV shows, huge Hollywood movies, you know, and it's so, I mean, even Jack Ryan, that TV show with John Krasinski. That we're obsessed with. Yeah, that everyone loves right now. You said your music features. Yeah, so it's great because, you know, we obviously have a niche in that we have all this music from all around the world. Different cultures. So if there's a film that takes place in a certain country and they need music from that country we are now pretty much the go-to company to get that type of music that's awesome mm. so yeah we've had some great placements God, that sounds so american <laughs> that's amazing brilliant um, it's fine i'll balance it out with my english accent bloody brilliant um yeah we've had some some good placements uh recent ones being uh, the film silence um, i actually love that film which has ver- it has very little music in it actually yeah, um because it's called silence right <laughs> only at the end yeah um so we had some uh, drums i believe uh, that were played very very softly in the film but you know definitely made a difference to the scene yeah um, i actually remember it american assassin mm-hmm. um million dollar arm walk of shame um zero dark 30 Ooh, you yeah. know there's a, a list of films that we've that's just a few of them yeah. yeah we've had um also placements in some of the james bond um films which you know some of those are british so we'll mm-hmm. be discussing those yeah. um prince of persia um Ooh, jake chillenhall you love him ladies I yeah do. Um, Indiana Jones, we've had the music in, um, The Constant Gardener, Munich. Munich, great film. Yeah, so there's a a long list actually, which is great. And, um, you know, television wise, we've done placements for Vice, HBO, um, Rosemary's Baby, Homeland. Great show. Um, Sons of Anarchy, right? That's right. Yeah, one of my favorites. Um, Outsource, True Blood, Hawaii, 5.0. You know, so there's a number of different. Um, TV shows that we've 
managed That's to get awesome. placed. And you're center. the executive director. Yes. Yes, I Big am. Boss lady Jules <laughs> she over is. there. I'm so proud. I'm sitting here glowing. <laughs> yeah, it's fantastic. So where can people find uh, the works and see what ARC music so, is all about? So um, if you want to check out the music, you can go to www.arcmusic.co.uk and um, you can search by any country or genre. Um, we have about 800 titles from 120 different countries. So there's plenty to choose from. Yeah, it's really impressive. Yes. Awesome. Thanks. Anything else you want to plug? Um, no. Um, I mean, I definitely, you know, obviously want to put it out there that if you are in need of music um, for any yeah. projects, TV, documentaries, indie films, you know, you can reach out to us at any time. Check out our girl at ARC Music. Thanks so much. <laughs> it's actually awesome what you do. That's it why is. It's so uh, when, different. Yeah, when you wanted Jules on, I was like, oh, yeah, because she like, I didn't even realize you were the executive director of ARC Music. But yeah. obviously, I'm familiar with that that company. And I knew that they had done music and film and all this like ethnic, cultural. Yeah. And I know they have artists that have won Grammys and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. like, it's quite huge. They're, they're very talented. And that's the thing. I was like, it's not just that she's my sister. Of course, it's that she's my sister. But I was like... What they do is so niche, and they are the top at what they do in the world. Of course, for she's world awesome. music. But so. let's face it, she'd be on the show anyway, right? Of course. Yeah, I mean, the one thing, <laughs> the one thing I do want to say, and this is another plug, is definitely two plugs. One is for my staff because they're all very dedicated, been there for a long, long time. You're you like know, a I, family. Yeah, huh? I have an excellent deputy. I have great staff. Um, you know, the longest has been been there for like 25 years. We call him the Oracle because he literally <laughs> knows every single CD in our catalog. You know, you can go, what's EUCD 2395? And he'll be like, blah, blah, blah. You know, so he That's can awesome. spit wow. out everything. Um, so they're great. And we're like a family. It's a family run business, which is really fun. You That's know, everybody awesome. loves their job. So it's a good team. And the and second plug? The second plug is for the artists, because without the artists and their music, we wouldn't have jobs. Right. Do you know um, company? Yeah. Exactly. And ultimately, that's why we're here, because we want to help the artists. Yeah. And how cool that this is a family grown um, company, because I, again, I actually, that slipped my mind, that horse did founded this. Yeah, Your he started founded it with the CDs in the back of his car. He'll always remind me of that. That's yeah, so that's cool. Right. He used to sell them from the back of his car. <laughs> Very good stuff. Okay, well, that's ARC Music. Uh, now we're going to go on to our main topic, British films. So yes. are you ladies going to like gang up on me? or We might do. Are we going to be civil here? Um, we'll try. That wouldn't be fun. No, that's true. <laughs> it wouldn't be fun. All right, well, we'll, we'll go about an hour. Okay. Um, and, you know, I didn't cheat too bad on my list, but we'll go back and forth. I am a British gentleman, so ladies first. And we'll just discuss and chat our, our favorite, you know, picks of British films and put a spotlight on British films. And I think also quite a few of these a lot of people are going to know and hopefully we'll have some that are like really niche british films because i really try to put some of those that americans and other people can check out as well cool. sound good i Sounds think great. you'll have a lot more of those ours will be more of the along the lines of the popular the ones yeah. <laughs> hey the first ones are not rom-coms per se it's okay ladies first okay so this is both of our our pick we grew up on these films our dad made us watch them repeatedly over and over and over and over again the original bond films now I'm did you talking... specify any well, yes so <laughs> <laughs> obviously this is the sean connery roger moore films right okay. so who's your favorite james My, bond mine is roger moore uh sean connery what yeah. am i saying he's og to yeah, me yeah he is the most charming most handsome best james bond uh, my favorite, um, Julia actually reminded me, is Man with a Golden Gun and Dr. No, and she agreed. That's Roger Moore. Dr. No is Sean Connery. Correct. So let's just lump in James Bond all together. These are the originals. I'm, yeah. We're, we're going to categorize the others as a different James Bond. Oh, well, I had it on my list as well. Okay. So I think we should just talk James Bond and kind of get it out of the Fine. way. And I also think that's kind of fitting for British films. It really is. They've made like 27 James Bond movies. It's the longest running franchise for a film series. It's so I mean, it true. started in the 60s. It's still going, you know, oh. it hasn't run out of steam at it's all. It's always going to continue. Yeah. So, and we've had so many iterations. Sean Connery to me is the OG James Bond. Yes. Goldfinger and Dr. No were the ones I specifically put on my list. Mm -hmm. I actually do have a soft spot for uh, Roger Moore too. I love too. Roger Moore. Because I grew up 
on his period yeah. during the, the the 80s, you know. I adore From Russia With Love. I love A View to a Kill mm-hmm. with Christopher Walken. It's although brilliant. they are more slapstick and cheesy. Um, I even have a soft spot for... Um, Timothy Dalton? Yeah, the, oh, the one yeah. he did. The, That's the one the I living, stand. The Living Daylight, <laughs> I really like. I saw it in the theater. License to Kill's okay. Eh. Um, and then Piers Brosnan, GoldenEye was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah the others good. got a bit cheesy. And then Daniel Craig, what's funny is... It took a while for me to get used to him because he was too gruff and rough. He wasn't the suave, charming Bond that I grew up with. Casino Royal, I've gone back to seeing it. It's brilliant. Skyfall is what made me go, okay, Craig is incredible. Well, they had music in both Casino Royale and Skyfall. And both are fantastic. I thought both were brilliant. I loved Casino Royale and I loved Skyfall. Skyfall for me was my favorite. Right. That's what just kind of, that's my favorite Bond movie. Period. I've seen it like five or six times. It's a bit darker, honestly. Oh, I love it. Yeah, it's quite dark. Well, Javier Bardem's incredible in it. Judy Dench as M is mm, incredible in it. So good. She is phenomenal. Oh, so good. She's amazing. She, she is played great. it for like eight or nine movies, I think. Yeah. You know, um, so yeah. I mean, I absolutely love. I had to launch with Bond. that because to me, that's like the epitome of, you know, a proud British. You know, that the double o seven. You know, MI6 secret agent. To me, that's yeah, and it's know. all British. And that's we pretty much grew. I mean, we grew we up really with James did. Bond. Oh, we really did. Me too. You know? Yeah. Every every night, it was actually. It's funny. Our dad would be. We'd like, what shall we watch? James Bond. What should we watch? <laughs> have James you Bond. Have you seen Casino Royale, the original, with George Lazenby, the mm-hmm. only guy who played Bond once? No, I've even seen that. I have not. Wow. Yeah. No. Yeah. Anyway, okay, good. So that's James Bond. I think that's very very fitting. Uh, I'm gonna rock and roll with my one. Your okay. Time. Okay, I went to start with a a British classic, just like an epic masterpiece. I don't even know if you've seen this, ladies. Lawrence of Arabia. Oh, yes, absolutely. Peter O'Toole, David Lean. That film is absolutely I'll be honest, I I, I saw it, but I do not remember it well. I need to see it again. You need to watch that movie in the I just remember Blue Eyes. Yeah, Peter (laughs) O'Toole's piercing blue eyes, the cinematography, the landscapes. um, It's such an epic film it's british through and it's talked about on many podcasts oh it's one of the most acclaimed movies of all time so i had to pitch lawrence of arabia absolutely yeah it's a it's a brilliant movie very good choice all right so now we do go rom-com and it is at the top of our list jules take the floor on it Bridget Jones's Diary. Oh, God, it wasn't even on my list. <laughs> of course it wasn't. But it was kind of not on my list because I knew it would be on yours. Well, here's the thing. Um, it is very British. It it's is British. So it's fun. cheesy. She got an Oscar nomination for that role. And she A lot of people have. forget that. I love her. Yeah, so... Um, See, I, Renee Zellweger is American, but you're, so that's kind of a cheat, but it is a very British They are so British. I mean, it's through. Hugh Grant. Colin it is Firth. Colin Firth. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, for me, like, personally, I wasn't so fond of the first one. Um, I actually loved Bridget Jones's Baby. I saw that. That's, in the that was gonna that's say. the main one I yeah. wanted to mention it's because... Really um, that's I, Patrick Dempsey. <laughs> yeah, I went to go and see that with a bunch of friends, you know, girlfriends in the cinema, and I don't think I've laughed so much yeah. in a long oh, time. So I mean, good. you know, when you laugh so much, you get like pains in yeah. your stomach. So, you know, that scene where she they're trying to get her into the hospital door. <laughs> oh, God. And, you know, she's she's in labor. And I mean, I was in complete hysterics. So I just so think good. there's some really good humor in that. And she nails the British accent perfectly. Again, it's kind of a cheat. I'm going to don't worry. I'm going to give it to you because it's very British. But it is, it is an American little... lead actress. But she does it. Very but she well. does a brilliant British accent. There are, there are a she few does. films that Gwyneth Paltrow does, like Shakespeare yeah. in Love, Emma. Oh, they're on my doors. list. Oh, I didn't. <laughs> Just FYI. Well, uh, okay, <laughs> well, I didn't put Rom-coms, them on. Rom-coms, hello. See, I didn't put them on my list because it's an American. But they are completely nails, British films. She nails the British accent perfectly, yeah. yeah. Um, but that's anyway, okay. we love those films. We had to put them on there. Okay, good. Good, so I'm going to go deep cut British. Um, and this director is now acclaimed, and I'm going to have a lot of his other films. But I watched this with uh, M the first time, and I think Elon, and maybe you were there, it was Shallow Grave. Which is Danny Boyle's first it. movie no, with Ewan it. McGregor. It's a thriller wow. or horror? Oh, yeah. It's a oh. thriller before Train Spotting came out. Oh, okay. It's a brilliant little thriller film. It's Danny Boyle's first movie, Ewan McGregor's first movie. It's so underrated and hidden. Like, cool. it's hard to find. We've got to put that on our yeah. list. Yeah, mm-hmm. so Shallow Grave, check it out. It's, a, it's just a delicious film. And it, it, you could see immediately 
the star that Ewan McGregor was going to become as well. Oh, awesome. Right. You know what I mean? This is before Renton, before Trainspotting, which we'll talk about. Of course. Alrighty, that's Shallow Grave. All right, and we, we have to go. And I love this series. I don't know how much you love this series, Jules. Harry Potter. Oh, it's on my list. Of course. Yeah, and there's like eight of them. Okay. Well, the, yeah, exactly. Because they split the last two yes. into two films. Yeah. It's seven books yeah. and it's seven, one and two. And I go ahead. have rewatched the films each at least five or six times. Right. Every single film. Mm. I loved the books. I read them twice. I think, a obviously, we just went to the Magic Castle. I love magic. Yeah. But I think these films are just childhood magic. They are entertaining. Yeah. I mean... Um, our favorites are in there, you know, so many great actors. Well, that's what I was going to say. Here's again why Harry Potter really does count. Obviously, it's J.K. Rowling, yeah. a Scottish, you know, uh, author. Um, they shot the entire thing in England yeah. and they cast it with just British actors. So yeah. obviously you've got Ron, Harry and Hermione. Who are but all... the older ones are the ones. Well, yeah. then you have all these legends. legends. You know, you have uh, Emma Kenneth, Kenneth Branagh, Emma Thompson, Gary Oldman, Alan Rickman, oh, Michael so Gambon, Helen, Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah. It goes on and on and on. I mean, so many Ralph greats. Ralph Fiennes. Yeah, Ralph Fiennes is Voldemort. Yeah. So um, it, it's British through and through, and the films just got better. I think it's one of those things when you have somebody like J.K. Rowling who appears from nowhere right. and creates this entirely new fantasy world. Yeah. You yeah, know, exactly. having read the books, I was quite skeptical. Me you know? too. And but then seeing it, you know, I think they did a really great job recreating oh, they get better that world. And um, you know, I think I think it was really really well done. Yeah. You know what's so bizarre? I always recall this. I came to America in the year 2000. So that was right at the boiling mm. point of Harry Potter. I remember fever. that. And I remember a friend of mine in America saying, hey, come with me to a bookstore. There's a book coming out. Yeah. And I stood in line with yeah. him for the, um, I think it was, it was the fourth one, The yeah. Goblet of Fire. Which is I so good. I had never heard of Harry Potter before wow. that. How funny. It was so weird. I discovered it in America. I don't know how I missed it. And then I got into them and yeah. I loved them. I've read the books three times through. I've watched the movies multiple times. It's incredible. I mean, it's the only book where I actually, when I was so upset that a certain character died, I threw the book at the wall oh. and started crying. Yeah, in a book. I... The books are phenomenally oh. written. Yeah. I mean, they really and are. And then, yeah, the films were beautifully done. Every character was well cast. They get better. Like you said, they get better and darker with time. But yeah. anyway, to me... And you watch those kids grow up, literally. Yeah. yeah, amazing. Anyway, of course, Harry Potter, the whole franchise would definitely count. Okay, good. So next um, is Train Spotting. Um, Lower I'm, on my list, but I love it. I'm just going to get my Danny Boyle movies out of the way, actually, because there's a few of his. Uh, Danny Boyle is one of my favorite directors. He's very British. Very British. Train Spotting is a is a, cl- a British classic. Of course, it broke out internationally. You know, it's a film about you know heroin addiction and about junkies in Scotland. It's based on a book by Irvin Welsh, which I've read multiple times. That made Ewan McGregor a star. Yeah. It also gave the world Johnny Lee Miller, mm-hmm. Kelly McDonald. I didn't Robert. realize that was yeah. Johnny Lee. Well, yeah. I thought he had done Hackers, but maybe that was after. No, that was after. Oh, and wow. then um, Robert Carlyle, you know. Um, right. So it gave all these great stars and then it introduced the world in a big way to Danny Boyle. Um, it's a tough movie, but it's brilliant. Oh, and Ewan Bremer, Spud. He's the thin guy who's in it. Yeah. Um, and the soundtrack is legendary. Oh, yeah. you remember that soundtrack? It's God, it legendary. Crazy. I it still listen to intense. it. Again, I watched Train Spotting when I was uh, dating a girl. And um, I watched it in your room with Emmanuel, Elon, <laughs> Seb, and you. That's uh, right. To Julia. That's in right. their room. And we watched Train Spotting. My girlfriend introduced at the time. Danny, it's okay. At the time, 25 <laughs> years ago, my girlfriend introduced us to this film. And I remember um, I was really proud because M and the other boys were really impressed that she had recommended <laughs> such a hardcore movie. Awesome. Do you remember that? Yeah. It's like 25 years That's ago. That's amazing. Yeah. And it's one of those films where, you know, um, I find that a lot of the time now where I act, when I watch films or TV shows, you know, I really listen you know, the music is uh, the what jumps out, you know, is incredible. And it's one of these films, you know, it's heavy, it's messed up. 
um, and the music really carries that. Really well, remember does. that song, Choose Life? Yeah. yeah. The song with just the lyrics of uh, Renton, which is Ewan McGregor's character saying, choose life, choose a TV. Uh, it was yeah. like number one hit for and like And Firestarter, that's in that too, right? Pro- maybe. That's Prodigy. Prodigy. Prodigy's yeah. definitely I think yeah, so. Yeah, Prodigy's you know, in there. Uh, Iggy Pop, Passenger, yeah. and Lust for so Life, how good. it opens. So just because we have a lot to go yeah. through, I'm just going to kind of lump in oh, the other the other Danny Boyle ones because there are a few. 28 Days Later. Okay, I had that on my list. Which is right on the top of my left one of the best horror zombie movies that's also dan and you Danny introduced Boy, me to that and it gave the world killian murphy that's right you know who who's brilliant in it he's absolutely amazing he's a guy who's got like huge blue eyes piercing black blue hair eyes. he's in that show peaky, uh, blinders. peaky blinders right yeah. yeah 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 so a lot of these films we're going to discuss you'll see introduced the world to huge talents yeah. for directors actors actresses and so on um i love 28 days later i'm not oh, even a brilliant. huge horror buff but this film is so damn good um, it's like I, english zombie film it's yeah. so good i absolutely love it okay and then the other big one it, it, he's danny boyle's actually done a lot of films i love um but the other big one is slumdog million i love Slumdog. which became a huge oscar movie amazing and it won, soundtrack right yeah. and that's very ethnic and you yeah. know cultural because that song that one song India. was so big oh mia the, yeah. paper planes yeah, yeah. That's right. um but i mean i remember that film came out of nowhere and it won best picture at the academy awards that's well right. i had literally just come back from india when that film came out oh, wow. and it was amazing because it was literally three months after i returned and it is the epitome of how it is there yeah. it's not overdone it's actually very real of how it's bad it is. Very powerful film. It's a very I love powerful that movie because it's quite rough. It's rough, but somehow very, rough. very uplifting. Yeah, no, because it also ends very well, yeah. and it takes you through a very rough journey um, to something great. And it made a start out of Dev Patel. Yeah. Okay, good. So that's kind of my Danny Boyle collection. Okay. So uh, I'm going to take the next one and you'll totally agree with me on this. And it is one of the ones you said was a cheat, which is Notting Hill. Yeah, it's on my list. Of course. So it's Julia Roberts as the big star. And I think it was kind of an American production as well. But Hugh I, Grant. I, it's Hugh Grant. I, it's Reef Evans as Spike. I grew yeah. up in Notting Hill. It damn counts as it a British film. It damn counts. Yeah, and it it's, it's funny because when Notting Hill came out, I thought the exact same thing. I was like, oh, they put some American famous actress in an English film. And she's, she's so good she's in it. She's so charming. And their chemistry, I did not think it would work. And it totally works. Yeah. Yeah, it it's so work. sweet. And it has that that song that was on number one for like forever. Um is it I'm loving angels? No, which one was it that got really famous Robbie from that Williams? movie? Uh, yeah, it's um, not angels by Robbie no, Williams. We're was, very British that we all know that. <laughs> it was. Oh, I can't remember now. It's killing me. But anyway, it had a really big hit as part of the film, and it was just brilliant. I'm sure it did, and it gave the world Reef Evans, who broke out with that as his roommate Spike. Right, that's right. Yeah, and I told you. So I grew up in Portobello Road, where my aunt has a flat. And that apartment where he is, is right round the corner. That's right. And the travel guide bookstore is right down the road That's where awesome. he works in that film. Yeah. So I've taken my friends there. Yeah, I've been counts. there. It's, it's a brilliant oh, film. If you haven't seen Notting Hill. English I mean, movie. any films with Hugh Grant in, yeah. honestly, are yeah. British films. Exactly. <laughs> they really are. That's true. It's it's totally true. So let's just go right into uh, Four Weddings and a Funeral yeah. and then Love Actually, which I know is on your list, yeah. I'm sure. Um, I have another one to add. Paddington. Oh, that's on my list. <laughs> oh, because he's in the second <laughs> yes, one. Yeah. Hugh Grant's brilliant in the second one. And I just want to say, like, obviously I had being both a mom Paddington of two movies. young boys, that movie was so funny. Oh, so and charming. my so five-year-old was in hysterics in the cinema. All right, I have to reel this in. Okay, we're going to talk about Paddington, then we'll go back to the others. <laughs> Paddington was on my list. I mean, those are recent films. They're brilliant, They're though. so good. Ben Whishaw who plays Q in the James Bond films, yeah. is the voice of Paddington. The first one was so cute. The second one was... I still, so, sell, still haven't seen it. Oh, the, the second, second one. one is so it's heartwarming. It's so funny it's, and heartwarming. It's even yeah. better. Because really he goes to, to jail and he makes friends with all the prison people. Brendan <laughs> Gleeson is this grumpy cook and they become good friends. And Hugh Grant is such a delicious it's the villain. the marmalade sandwich that does oh, it. Oh, that's right. <laughs> it's so, they're so cute and adorable. So that's, that's Paddington awesome. 1 and 2. Um, and they're also, they're not just for kids. They're like, 
they're fun for the whole family. Awesome. I know so many it's adults adult. who love those films. Yeah, I've seen both of them like two or three times. All right, and then we'll re- go ahead. I was just going to say Hugh Grant. I love him in that he's film. He's so good in Paddington he, it's, too. It's the only film I've seen him where he plays a bad guy. Yeah, he's the bad guy. It's like <laughs> a know? delicious role. That's but, awesome. Yeah, and he has delicious all these disguises. Yeah, he's That's really awesome, good yeah. in it. He got a lot of acclaim for that. Okay, and then we'll rewind. Uh, and again, this is all Hugh Grant. Four Weddings and a Funeral was one of those uh, British rom-coms that I I remember distinctly when Four Weddings and a Funeral came out because it was a film that really broke the mold internationally. It was a huge hit internationally. And I don't know if you remember, we've been over this, but I'm not a fan of that film because I I don't like Andy McDowell. So Andy McDowell, which is again why this one's a little bit of a cheat, is an American actress. Which I wouldn't count as a cheat because she's not even the main, main character. I mean, she is, but she's not. I don't know. No, she, well, she's she the is, love interest, but... but it made Hugh Grant an instant star. Yeah. Kristen Scott Thomas, that was one of her first movies. John Hanna, one of his first movies. It was huge. And then, of course, the song, Love is All Around Us. Remember, oh, it was yeah. like That's... a huge hit for yeah. years, you know, for years. It still is. And then they did Love Actually, Richard Curtis again, which again is a little bit of a cheek because it's got Laura Linney. Laura Linney. Well, it's like an American production, but it's such a British film. It's 100% film. It's an English film. all set in Britain. It's Hugh Grant again as the goddamn prime minister. I know. Um, and then they do the same song, right? Christmas is All Around Us. Yeah. <laughs> With Bill Nighy. I mean, ugh. It's such it's one of my favorite movies. Film. So you guys love Love Actually. Well, I know you know, yeah, we've talked does. about yeah. Love Actually love in detail on other podcasts. I love how you I guys just so skimmed much. right past Four Weddings and Funeral. <laughs> Who cares about that one? I love that movie. No, lots okay. of people do. Yeah. It's, it's lots a of people British do. classic rom-com. I, I don't like almost any film with Andy McDowell. I don't like her. Do you know, do you know like the her. first 12 words of Four Weddings and a Funeral? No. Pop quiz. Fuck, 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 fuck. Because he's late for a wedding. Oh, no. Anyway. Um, <laughs> no. Talk about Love Actually, which is brilliant. You know why I love it. That's just such a feel-good Well, movie. I make you watch it every, every year. Every Christmas. Every yeah. For me, the thing I love about Love Actually is the fact that it just has so many stories. Yeah. yeah. That then, you know, they seem to come together into yeah. this one great big finale. Yeah. And um, you get to see, you know, these different lives and, yeah. you know, what happens in those lives. And then... It's so beautiful. Kira Knightley's first movies yeah. and Rick Grimes who went on to do Walking, Walking Dead. Dead. The polar yeah. opposite. Uh, I mean, Liam Neeson, Alan Rickman again. Yeah, that's right. Sir Hugh Grant, of course. What's so funny, remember they did that Red Nose Day special yeah. in England? Yeah. And then when they released it in America, they added an extra five minutes they for Lori, Li- Laura Linney's storyline. Yeah. Wow, and she's I... married to Patrick Dempsey yeah. in the American Amazing. version. Yeah. They didn't release that in England. I know, so funny. It was, it was so beautiful. I'm so glad they did that that film to me and i i've rambled on about it forever so i won't give it a lot more time but it's pure joy yeah because they do have uh compassion they have sad things they have you know they have a, a cheating couple at this they have everything in romance that you can almost run into in a way um falling in love with your best friend all these different things that people run into and it all just ends up beautiful. And that cast, man. Oh, I mean, Martin Freeman, Emma Thompson. The kids at the yeah. airport. Oh, all of it. Colin so with good. the bag of condoms who goes <laughs> off to America. I'm on the wrong continent. Yeah. <laughs> and he's true. And he happens to run into three hot blondes in a bar in Instantly, like Minnesota yeah. or Milwaukee or something. That's right. All righty. Well, that's, anyway, we that's love, love Love Actually. actually. It's a fantastic movie. Okay, good. I'm going to do one. This is right at the hey, top of my you list. Were on, this was still your list. Was it? Yeah, this was all yours. Oh, sorry. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm going Dunkirk. Dunkirk was on my list. I'm impressed. Yeah, of course. Dunkirk, my husband, um, he's, you know, he's a big war movie fan. Me too. He's seen every single war movie there is. And, um, you know, he got me to watch Black Hawk Down, which, you know, I myself love. Brilliant movie. Very um, American, but brilliant movie. You know, he got me to watch Band of Brothers, the series. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I love it. All amazing films and series. Um, Hamburger Hill, etc. But um, back to Dunkirk, um, which is a British film. Christopher <laughs> Nolan. Um, yes. You know, it, it's, I mean, Who the I cinematography, the cinematography is just stunning. Oh, so the good. acting is really, really it's good. Incredible. All um, British cast, including Harry Styles of One Direction. <laughs> that's, right. that's what she Tom said. She's Hardy, like, oh, the one with Harry Styles. Yeah. <laughs> Kenneth Branagh. I mean, you're right. It's brilliant. Number Tom Hardy's one, eyes. Yeah, Tom Hardy. Uh, here's the thing about Dunkirk. I, so I grew up in England, went to school in England. I remember in history class being taught about 
Dunkirk. The Battle of Dunkirk. Well, yeah. because it was a turning point. It was British stout spirit. Yeah. You know, we had hundreds of thousands of troops pinned on the beaches and we wouldn't give up. And our civilians came out and we saved hundreds of thousands of British people. And it was a big turning point for the war, for yeah. World War II. Um, and Christopher Nolan, I mean, it's such an epic movie. The cinematography, the way it shot, the different storylines and timelines. It, it, it's an epic masterpiece. I saw it three times in the theater. Um, I think that film is going to kind of stand the test of time yeah. as like a historical epic war movie. So I am very impressed you had that on your list. I know you would be. All for you, Tony. <laughs> All right, my next one is Edgar Wright's Shaun of the Dead. So Shaun good. Which Dead. is one of the best films of all time. It's Such like a, a perfect movie. mix of horror comedy. And obviously that gave the world uh, Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Zomcom. Yeah, yeah the Zomcom. Zom-com. The Rom Zomcom. That's, That's what they amazing. called it. Yeah. Um, I mean, that film's so damn good, right? And it's so funny because for about, 40, I'd say, 30 to 45 minutes, he has no idea what's going on. Right. And it's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. And it's like he's going to, to the corner shop, the classic London corner shop to right. get to get um, sweeties or yeah, something or, or beer or newspaper. He doesn't even notice there's zombies. He just zombies. thinks it's everyday life, yeah. people just being out of it. Well, because yeah. he was out at the pub the night before. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. oh, they're just all hungover yeah. <laughs> you know so i love that film it's that film brilliant. became an instant classic it yeah. started that cornetto trilogy i'll let you guys just do the next one because they did Shaun of the dead they did hot fuzz and then they did the other one that i keep forgetting uh, not I this didn't... is the end but it's called the end the world's, the world's end. end i'm not a big fan of that i one. actually like it a lot yeah um Shaun of the dead is amazing oh. And then Hot Fuzz oh, is so, so good. Hot you had that. You had that on your list yeah. too, right? I rewatched it recently. I don't know how recently you've seen it, but it's so funny. It's so yeah. I mean, it's funny. definitely you know one of these films that you know it's like nothing's happening. It's all quiet. And, yeah. You know, then suddenly everything you know, goes mad. Everything goes crazy yeah. in a funny kind of way. So yeah. yeah. So kind of Shaun of the Dead was their take on horror. Yeah. yeah. And it, the thing again that's it's funny, but. When it's horror, oh, it's, it, it's quite gruesome yeah. and scary. So then with Hot Fuzz, it was their take on action movies and sending up like Point Break That's and right. Bad Boys. And it's yeah. Nick Frost again, Simon Pegg. And you're right, they go... It's he, quite gruesome too, so, though. Oh, it's very, it's very it is, over-the-top yeah. violent. Yeah, and yeah, Simon Pegg's this hotshot cop who goes to this quiet little town where things are not what they appear to be. And Bill Nighy's in that as well. Bill That's Nighy's right. in that too, yeah. So it goes batshit. That's right, he's the father yeah. in Shaun of the Dead. Right. Yeah. And then a world, The World's End was... Was like their kind of take on science fiction. That's the one that kind of faulted to I me. I still liked yeah. it. I mean, they go on a pub crawl, but the, there yeah. was some fun chemistry between the guys yeah. and stuff. It's definitely my least favorite, but right. it was still fun. But Hot Fuzz and Shaun of the Dead, so good. Definite. And British Shaun of the classics. Dead was the first uh, zombie movie movie I ever saw. Really? So it was a good kind of like yeah. level of zombie films. <laughs> I've seen that I film like so twenty much. times. It's yeah. amazing. That's brilliant. All right, I'll let you guys do another one. Go to the pub. Go to the Winchester. <laughs> the Winchester. <laughs> Let's talk about Bend It Like Beckham. Which I am not a huge fan of, although I am a huge What's fan of... What's wrong with you? Well, I'm a huge fan of David Beckham, and I was so annoyed when I watched that movie. I literally watched that movie because it was called Bend It Like Beckham, and he's not in it once. Apart yes, from, he is. No, he's at, at the, the end. No, at, at the end, end of the movie, you see the back of his head. No, you see the side of him. No, and it's not even no, him. you see the side of him. It's not even him. the real it's actor. him. Let's go ahead, him. defend this it's movie. It's such a great movie. I saw it yeah. once and forgot it. I mean, I have to say, I'm not a big fan of Kira Knightley. Neither am I. Um, this film made her a star. She has an actress. It did make That's her annoying. a star. And uh, but I am a fan of Jonathan Ross Myers. Ross Myers. Myers. He's a hottie. Who? Yeah, he's oh, definitely so a hottie. Yummy. Um, but he's also a good actor, I he think. Is, yeah. And, and a sweet Indian girl. She. I actually just saw her in Elementary. Oh. She has okay. a. She has like a five episode little running. Uh, episode thing but yeah, yeah so no. the film is about this Indian girl who becomes obsessed with soccer but it's kind of against her football religion sorry f- football wow I've been in America too long not soccer you know Tony. it's kind of against her family yeah, traditions it's a Hindu family yeah. and you know obviously they want her to get married you know, the parents want her to do certain things they yeah. want her to get married and you know but she just wants to play football it's her passion and um you know, it's one of those films that could have really bombed but I think it did it really, really well and, oh it was a huge you know, hit it, yeah it definitely puts those very feel actors good. on the map. Yeah, yeah. I've seen it once or twice. It's just kind of forgettable for me. But uh, I, I kind of figured You're you'd forgettable. put it. So thank you. Just kidding. <laughs> I love you, Tony. Okay, good. That's Bend It Like Beckham. My next one, and I don't know if you guys have seen this, but this is one of the 
best British films made in the last 20 or so years, 24-hour party people. You've ever seen that? No. Okay. This film is very, very underrated. It's critically acclaimed. People need to watch it. It's Steve Coogan. And he plays Tony Wilson. Do you know who Tony Wilson is? Okay, Tony Wilson was the the founder of like the factory in Manchester who created the whole 90s Manchester um, rave scene and all those bands like New Order, Joy Division, Happy Mondays. He was huge. Um, And when all the clubs started in England and everyone went raving and stuff like that. And this film's all about that. And it's a absolutely brilliant film uh steve coogan's incredible in it i've seen it five or six times uh it's so good it's so british right so check out 24 hour party people all right i'm next gonna i think i'm gonna put these two together is that all right with you Tony? they're both period pieces um jules you said you didn't see this one sense and sensibility that's the one with um, Emma Thompson and Kate Winslet. And Kate Winslet. And Hugh Grant. And My Hugh God, Grant. he's everywhere. He is. It's a beautiful film. It's quite uh, somber and sad. And, you know, it is a period piece. Very but it, British. Yeah. Very British. It's very beautiful. That's Jane Austen. Yeah. I really like it. I mean, I like all of Jane Austen's period pieces, TV shows, etc. Um, beautiful film. It ends. A beautiful performance from Emma Thompson at the end. Really amazing. I mean, she's a national treasure. Yeah. And then her. Elizabeth. Um, oh wow Kate Blanchett Kate why Blanchett. did I leave that off my list it's possible so British. that it has American influence but it's very British no well it's I don't Jeffrey know the director. Rush who's Australian okay um and then the other actor is British and then I mean well Kate Blanchett is Australian maybe that's why I kind maybe. of thought but, but I think it's, it's Elizabeth a, yeah it's Queen Elizabeth so I guess it I loved that's Elizabeth. brilliant I mean it's heartbreaking because yeah. you know she just can't seem to have love. She's married to England, as yeah. is the whole thing. Right. But it's well, a beautiful it's history. Film. Yeah. yeah. It's dark and it's gritty, but Elizabeth is beautifully made and I loved it. Okay, good. Well, I'm going to do my next one. But before I do it, um, I need to finish our Hugh Grant run because mm-hmm. we've left one out yes. about a boy. <gasps> yes. It's I, on my list. I, oh, film. is it? I Ju- love Julia about was going to do that one. So oh, okay. Yeah. Film. So it's Nick Hornby's book. Um, it's uh, you know, badly drawn boy does the whole soundtrack, which I absolutely love, and it's actually an incredible performance from Hugh Grant. It's not just his normal like charmy slapstick; it's he's actually really, really good. good in it. And Nicholas Holt was the little kid. Yeah, you know. Wow, yeah, yeah. that's right. So, yeah, it's, it's it's just it's the one movie that I watched that I mean, obviously, it's really touching the story. Yeah, so you know, sweet. he how they grow close together oh, and Tony Collette and, is the mom that's right yeah. um but I was going to say that I really felt that Hugh Grant he the performance was exceptional yeah yeah you know it wasn't the usual funny Hugh Grant. Silly. Yeah. it's you the know. one that really stands out for me yeah of his yeah Agreed. I, I agree yeah. with you completely I think he's yeah. fantastic okay good yeah so I mean Hugh Grant bloody national treasure too huh we love him absolutely we love you (laughs) we do okay so the one i was going to do which is one of this was sensational when it came out in the 90s such a gritty film and it gave the world guy ritchie as a director lock stock and two smoking barrels again i watched that with your hubby with emmanuel i remember (laughs) and it gave the world bloody vinnie jones didn't understand a word of that film vinnie yeah because it's all in like cockney rhyming slang (laughs) i didn't vinnie jones was a a football player in England who became an immediate movie star from this film. Uh, Jason Statham, one of his first films. Right. Sting is in this bloody movie. He is, yeah. Um, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels is so badass. Have you seen it, Miss Money and So many years ago, and I, like I said, I didn't understand a word. I need to watch it again. I mean, you probably still won't understand a word, but it, it's Julie, brilliant. Julia, you can translate. It's such a great film. <laughs> I don't speak Cockney. And it has... I'll have to Serena <laughs> translate for me. Oh, the bloody trouble and strife outside. Yeah. Oh, I've got to get the dustbin lids up. No. Anyway. Um, but yeah, um, it's so good. It's got such a great classic cliffhanger ending that like freeze frames. I won't mm-hmm. give it away. Um, but I love that movie. Uh, Lock, Everyone Stock loves that movie. Smoking Barrels. Yeah. It's yeah. a classic. Totally. Snatch was the big international movie That's with right. Brad Pitt I remember Pitt that one. Yeah, but Locked Stock is 100% British. So that goes on this list. Okay, good. Jules, you saw this. I did not. Pride and Prejudice. Yeah, so again, it's um, Kira Knightley. Um, oh, Pride and Prejudice? Pride and Prejudice. The new one. The new one. That came out in like the early 2000s. It was critically acclaimed. I boycotted it. Jane Austen as yeah. well. So 
you know, it's the one film that I actually like Kira Knightley in. Um, I don't know exactly why. <laughs> but I an think Oscar nomination for that. I think the chemistry between her and I don't remember the name of the male the actor. Darcy. Darcy. Yeah. Um, it just really worked. Okay, in good. This, in this movie. Apparently you know, their chemistry was electric. I actually remember seeing it. And I remember, I mean, I'm not into those Jane Austen movies. I remember the performances impressing me. Mm. And it's, you know, it's a brilliant story, obviously of based course. on the book. And um, yeah, I just think I liked the way it was directed and the chemistry definitely was. Did you see the original? Between the two. Um, yeah, I've seen the original. So too. you say it was still good, even though you saw it's the original. It's definitely not as good as the original. Okay. But it's not. Yeah, he looks like. Upset. I'm intense because <laughs> I, I. I think you should watch it. I think I should. Well, Colin Firth was the original Darcy. That's why I was so passionate about the original. Yeah. I love him as Darcy. I mean, he is Darcy. Yeah. That's the whole thing in Bridget Jones. Isn't he Jones. called Darcy yeah. and Bridget yes, Jones? Yeah, that's the that's whole right. thing. That's yeah. right. Anyway, okay, good. Okay, good. I will watch it. Approved? <laughs> yes. Okay. It's okay. You okay, I'm surprised that this one's so low on my list, actually. The Full Monty. Oh, it was on our, on list, our list yeah. too. So I saw again the full Monty in the theater with you, Julia. That's right. And with we Eman- saw it together. And with Emmanuel and a whole group of people. So here's what happened. I distinctly remember that we wanted to go see Speed or some like badass oh, action, action movie. <laughs> and That's right. someone that we all liked told us, no, you have to go yeah, check out this movie. Yeah, it was probably me. No. Yeah. <laughs> and we were like, I remember all the boys, we were moaning and complaining. A bunch of male strippers, what the hell? And I remember it's distinctly really when we were Definitely in the theater. Me. Oh, no, we were <laughs> pissing ourselves. It's a very laughing. funny so movie. funny. Again, Robert Carlyle, it also That's gave right. the world Tom Wilkinson, That's who's right. a very respected actor now. Um, Mark Addy as well, one of his first films. He's from Game of Thrones. Oh. Um, yeah, yeah. It, uh, brilliant movie it's so funny it's and hilarious. the soundtrack is so good yeah it's such a warm feel good and very british film i just yeah. thought it was such a genius idea yeah it was to come up with that <laughs> yeah they're concept. like what are they like mine workers from like liverpool or something and they're trying yeah. to make extra money, yeah. make money right? you know they yeah, don't have enough during dosh. the whole time of like the chippendales are like well That's we right. can do that so they learn how to like strip tease and but they're so like good. they're fat and it's like magic mike for and, england but and it's yeah. silly funny i'm a bit embarrassed to say this but i think towards the end of the movie i actually found them slightly sexy yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't disagree yeah and it's a really charming film it is at times really it kind of throws you off guard it's it's actually a very sweet film yeah um but that's the full monty i've actually i saw it a few months ago for the first time in like 10 years and i was actually surprised how much i enjoyed it it's really lovely um the next one you kind of glided over but i have to go more into it and you said it was a cheat but i'm taking it as sliding doors the reason uh, i love this film i loved the concept i mean it's if anyone hasn't seen sliding doors it's uh, gwyneth paltrow she does a good job with the accent brilliant english really good yeah um it's to, it's John it's, Hannah as well. It was the first movie. They've done this several times now where basically she it's two timelines. Yeah. She uh, catches the train or she doesn't catch the train. When she catches the train, what happens, in what the happens with reality. her life and when she doesn't. And it's beautiful. John Hannah is, is so good in that, the Scottish actor. Oh, I love him in that. But he's not your typical oh, like romantic so lead, but he's so He's so charming. charming. Yeah. And it's a beautiful story and it ends... Very sad and then very beautiful. Yeah. Really, really good film. I think it's very British because it is all in, it's in London. It's a beautiful film. Um, I totally agree. What's weird about that film is I loved that movie in the 90s. And I remember watching it a couple of years ago and I, I couldn't get through it. I'll be I don't honest, know why. I haven't revisited yeah. it in about five, six years at least. I remember so. telling some friends about it and we put it on and we kind of got bored. And again, I mean, it's Gwyneth Paltrow, and you're right. She does a brilliant British ac- uh, accent. She does it in Emma and Shakespeare mm-hmm. in Love. She's but that's kind of why I, I didn't uh, I, I do it. I had to. To me, it was list. English. Yeah, It counts. I need to watch it. I haven't seen it's it. It's a beautiful movie. Sliding oh, Doors. Uh, again, when it came out in the 90s, I loved that movie. I really did. Okay, good. Um, here's a throwback, but this is a classic. Oliver. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's of Dickens. Course, Oliver. Uh, Oliver Reed as Bill Sykes scared the shit out of me. I never saw Oliver. What? No. no. You haven't seen it? We suck. I mean... It's a classic. I want some more. (laughs) Please, sir, can I have some more? Yeah. You didn't even say it right. I didn't say it right. Please, sir, can I have some more? I don't don't care. Oliver is an absolute 
British classic. Oliver Reed plays a character, um, Bill Sykes, who's so, I remember as a kid, he scared me so much. And it's it's about uh, orphans, obviously. And Negan, and Negan, I think, is like the pickpocket that takes all these kids under his wing. Okay. It's, a, it's actually a, a musical. Yes. Um, and I mean, that's it, what we know like it It's like 50, as. 60 years old. Uh, it's a brilliant movie. So you definitely got to check out Oliver. It. Okay, good. Jules, you want to take the next one? Stardust. Oh my God, Stardust! Mm-hmm. I think it. See again, it's Claire Danes, Henry Cavill. It's oh, Neil Gaiman's first. Well, and it's Matthew Vaughan, and it's Matthew Vaughan, who's yeah. very, who's very British. It I'm was on the you. list of top British and it's films. Sienna Miller, she's British. Charlie Cox, who is now Daredevil, is the main guy. He's British. That's right. But see, then it's got Michelle Pfeiffer, Robert De Niro. That's kind of it was an American. It's British Tony. But it was like an American British production. <laughs> We're I'll taking give it, it to you, but that's why I didn't think. <laughs> We're of taking it. it. By anyway, the way, we loved I, it. I You're the biggest. Neil Gaiman right. fan. Neil Gaiman is like my favorite author of all time, and yeah. I love Stardust. But that's kind of why I didn't think of it as a British. It's right. on there. So. The internet yeah. says so. Well, yeah. it's two against one. I'll give it to you. Do you want to say something <laughs> about it? I love it. Yeah, I mean, I think we both love it. Yeah, it's such a great um, movie. Our mum really loved movie. that film. Yeah, so we Mark both really strong as love well. It. Yeah, yeah. It's got a oh, Ricky Gervais pops and up. And we're it. both not big Claire Danes fans, but in that she's charming. She's she really is good. charming in really it, and charming. it's a really nice story. Great it's a fantasy, fantasy adventure. film. Yeah, it's fun. It's lovely. It's a great story. The book it's entertaining. Is brilliant, by yeah. the way. The book is really good. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to give it to you just to keep the peace. Good. Fine. Thank you. Okay, again, Excellent. way too low on the list. Monty Python's Life of Brian and Monty Python's Holy Grail. Okay, go. We're listening. We're listening. Are you guys not fans of Monty Python? <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> You're like giggling like little girls. Because we know we're going to get hit for this, but not You're really. Not? Really? I, we never, wow. I don't know if it was the timing or whatever, but em- Emmanuel already like had a big go he at loves me for Monty not Python, having right? seen it. Yeah. Monty Python. Okay, yeah. anyway. Um, Mon- I am a fan of The Goon Show. That's not Monty Python. I know, but, you know, it's British humor. (laughs) It is. So Monty Python obviously had a long run on TV, which was fantastic. And they did a number of films, but uh, Life of Brian, which is a whole spoof about Jesus. I did see that, and it is um, funny. It is is just incredible. And then um, Holy Grail is is my personal favorite one, you know. It is just so good. That's silly. I can recite those movies, but it's not going to entertain you guys with me doing it. But, <laughs> no. You can but recite it for the listeners. I'm so sure they love good. it. Look, I, I've said this before. Those films are a bit outdated because they they're like 50 years old. When I listen to the audio on a loop, I still find it hilarious. But the films themselves are a bit rugged. But they are British classics. And they're some of the best comedies of all time. Alrighty. Okay, the next one. So I want to... Um, Bring up the Secret Garden. Oh, so God. this is—it's a very <laughs> this actually, money Annie talks about this. It's film a, a very special film because you guys when, love that. Film. Whenever I miss my sister, uh-huh. this is the movie I will put Aww. on because she was madly in love with this film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's um, talked about it a lot, on and the podcast. we've both seen it about fifty times. I've never um, seen it. It's a great, great story. A girl gets orphaned. She gets sent to stay with her uncle. Uncle who is. You know, he's never around. Yeah. Um, he ne- she never sees anyone. She's in this massive mansion. It's magical. It's spooky. It's a beautiful film. Um, she's all alone. And then, you know, she starts to just explore and check things out. And she discovers the most amazing things and makes Did friends. Did you make her say this? No. no <laughs> I love the way no. how a Yeti looks at you so intently, Jules. <laughs> well, the sweet thing so is, this is you. very sentimental but, because know, I... I started yeah. when I was babysitting your boys. I told Ethan the story in bed. I actually embellished the story a bit. And then I sent him the film. It was actually my copy, it wasn't a new copy. And he was like, wow. That's sweet. It was really That's cute. Super anyway, sweet. it's just, it, I, I grew a garden from this film. I was mad about this film. Yeah, I went you've to talked about it. I went it to is Yorkshire a really good movie film. and you need to watch it, Tony. Yeah. Who's the actress you said that's in she it? She doesn't one exist of the, anymore. No, you said that one of those British... Oh, like, Maggie Smith. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's in yeah, it. Maggie yeah. Smith is in it. Okay. Um, I'll have to check it out one day. You know, it's but a it's, sweet, a, sweet it's a story that start, starts very sad. Very dark. And dark. And it just ends in the most beautiful 
beautiful way. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. It's lovely. Well, that's the secret garden. Okay. So my next one. I is... love the way you just brushed that under. The... <laughs> it's one of those films that just went right by me. It was, I guess, it was too girly, but I, I've never even girly. seen it, so I can't even say it's a it's bad movie. Epic. I believe you. Okay, I'm going to do one that you guys will not think is epic, but I love this movie. It's so ridiculously funny. Ali G, the movie. Sasha Baron Cohen. <laughs> oh, dear. It, have you even How seen it? How is that, Ali G? English. Sasha Baron Cohen. Is he actually English? He's yes, very he's British. very British. Has, I thought he just put that on. No. <laughs> Honestly. It's, it's Ali G, like, yo, batty boy, west oh, side, east side. He is, yeah. yeah, he's like this British, like, Duh. East End, like, gangster. Um, it's so funny. He's like a chav or something. Martin <laughs> oh, Freeman's in it. Uh, Charles Dance is in it, who's uh, from Game of Thrones. Okay. Rona Mitra is the babe in it, who was the British uh, Tomb Raider model. Oh, okay. When Tomb Raider was huge in the 90s. Uh, it's a really British, ridiculously stupid we'll film. We'll give it to you, Tony. And he, he's like this it. gangster and he becomes like the deputy prime minister under like Michael Gambon, who's the prime minister of England. Oh, dear. It's just, it's a guilty pleasure for me. Uh, th- there was a TV show in England, the allergy show, but um, it's such a funny comedy and it's British through and through. Trust me. I so believe you. Ali G, the movie. Okay. Ali G, the movie, everybody. Jaws, yours is the next one. I haven't seen it. Which one? Victoria. Right. Oh. Um, Emily Blunt. Yes. You mean the young Victoria? Yes. With uh, Emily young Blunt. Young Victoria. Oh, yeah. Emily sorry. Blunt. That one. Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously there's the TV series out it's right now. It's actually a great film. You haven't seen that. Um, hmm. But I I love Emily Blunt as an Me actress. Too. I think she's hugely The TV talented. show out now? You mean Elizabeth. That's The Crown. That's yeah, Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, The Elis- Crown. This sorry. is Victoria. Yeah, getting mixed up here. It's okay. Um, Victoria, Elizabeth, um, different. Forgiven. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Happens to me all the time. (laughs) One strike. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) No, I really loved that film. I thought it was um, exceptionally. It was one of Emily Blunt's first movies. You love Emily Blunt, uh, Yanni. So you need to check out that film. It's actually a a beautiful, um, like, period piece. Great costumes, great performance. That's right. I, I really liked it. My parents made me watch that. Did you want to say anything else about that? Um, no, I just, um, I really, you know, I really got, you, you kind of get, you know, obviously she's the queen, but you really get the sort of strife that, you the know, struggle. she experienced, the struggle. Becoming the queen, you know, becoming the queen, the responsibility. Yeah, exactly. What she had to go through and that she, you know, she, she really persisted and, Good. you know, made it happen. All right. Mm-hmm. Make it happen. Okay. The young Victoria. Okay, good. Next one, A Fish Called Wonder. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a British comedy That was a great classic. movie. Yeah, that's so I, again, it's got Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, but it's very British. It's got Kevin Klein, um, but it's John Cleese, Michael Palin. It's really so funny. British. It's so funny. Uh, it's such a great film. That's I, a good one. I love... I, I knew I was forgetting one, and I love that film. Yeah, I love A Fish Called Wonder. It's so classic. That's brilliant. All right. Good pick, Tony. What's the next guy? for you? Yep. Our last one, actually. Oh, okay, good. This was on a list, and I don't know if it's she or not. <laughs> is this one where you just put it on, but That's you don't British. even know if it's actually no, British? No, V for Vendetta. Oh, it is actually. Because of Guy Fawkes. Well, no, it is actually a British film. Oh, good. So even though you didn't even know that. <laughs> no, we did know that. I'm saying I, I don't know always that. know yeah. if my lists are I right. Get, well, look, the star is Natalie Portman. That's exactly. Right. That a, was why I was like, uh. It is a British film, and it's obviously, you know, remember, remember the 5th of November. Yeah. I love that movie. It's brilliant. Plot. I see no reason why the gunpowder season should ever be forgotten. Right. Come on, that was impressive. I did the whole thing. Wow. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's okay. I'm a big fan of the comic book much oh, okay. more than the movie. I didn't know there was one. Yeah, there is. Okay. I love the movie. It just got yeah, schooled. It's real dark. It it's is dark. It's a good movie. And it's a great performance from a, an American lead actress. <laughs> Actually, I think the Wachowskis <laughs> co-produced they that. Did. Yeah, they did. Oh wow! So it's kind wow. of an American production. It Matrix. is. A, it's set in England, and it's obviously it's about, about Guy, Guy Fawkes. American yeah. with British roots. Yeah. Um, I, I'll give it to you. Okay, was that your last one? It was. You don't have any others? No. That's what last one means, Tony. That's true. It does. <laughs> okay, I'm going to roll through mine, and then if you guys think of any others, bring okay. them up. Go. Um, okay, good. So we have a few here, um, and I want to. I. I've got to mention some classics. So Do it. Chariots of Fire. Yeah. This I, is you a, see, I've never seen it. See, so. this is a film that everyone knows for the Vangelis theme. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we know that. You don't have to sing the whole thing. It's okay. We got it. It's good. All right. She hates me singing. Um, it's a brilliant 
British movie. Yeah. I watched it a few years ago and I was actually so surprised how epic and good it was. It's about, you know, the fastest men alive and it's it's very British and there's other actors in it, but the story is about the, the British runners. Um, with that, another epic is Gandhi, mm-hmm. which is a very British film. I, I don't remember it, so I couldn't it's comment. It's like a five-hour movie all about the life of Gandhi, Ben oh, yes. Kingsley. Uh, brilliant film, very British. Um, this is England. Have you ever seen that movie? No. It's Shane Meadows. This is a tough movie but it's so brilliant it's all about like the the punk scene in the 80s and about like the skinhead movement in oh, the 80s okay it's a really Ooh, I thought powerful from... movie thank you go ahead well you just had me watch attack the block that's pretty English. oh my god yeah attack, attack the, the block, block. That's Jules, have the... you seen attack no. the block oh, that's one of the best british science it's fiction so movies of good. the last so decade or he's so. been trying to get me to watch this film for like two years it's got the guy from the new star john, wars john movies, the, the black oh, guy yeah. he's awesome yeah it's so fun and it's about a bunch of chavs that take on these aliens it's brilliant yeah. it's brilliant em would love this film he hasn't seen attack the block i don't think he has no. oh it's so fun God, i don't know why i love quite it. recent it's a brilliant movie yeah it was brilliant oh i love Sorry, it i had to throw one as well oh go the king's speech oh yeah Ooh, that's very british great yeah film. so that's about uh that's colin firth who that's won right. an oscar um and helen bonham carter and he's which king is he during world war ii the one who had a speech impediment i that don't king. remember <laughs> <laughs> i, don't I remember. mean i just think he he it's oh, an amazing so performance from him. Speech. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Well, he has speech lessons and stuff. It's yeah, good. Yeah. No, it's actually a great film, um, and it is quite historical. It's so. England's Prince Albert. Yeah, there you go, Prince Albert. I knew that. No, I didn't. <laughs> um, it is a great movie, though. I'm going to roll through a few others. Um, we're almost done here. Quadrophenia. You ever seen that? Okay, Pass. this is a cult film from the 60s. It's got Phil Daniels in it. Do you remember that really famous Blur song, Park Life? Yes. yes. All the yes, people, so many, many people, people, and they all go hand in hand, oh hand in hand with the Park Life. That's Phil Daniels. His voice made him like really famous again. So in the 60s, The Who, the rock band The Who, uh, did yes. a rock opera movie called Quadrophenia, oh. which is all about the mods and rockers. Cool. Right. Um, and it's I love this movie. It's great. Cool. And then again, in the 90s, he kind of came back into the scene again, the actor Phil, Phil Daniels with that song Park Life. But cool. uh, check out Quadrophenia. It's, a, it's like a cult classic movie. All right. Okay, another epic from uh, David Lean, who also did Lawrence of Arabia, The Bridge Over the River Kwai. So I've, you've talked about that a lot. Um, Alec Guinness, Sir Alec Guinness. Him. Everyone knows him as Obi-Wan Kenobi, mostly. Uh, it's a beautiful British war movie. It's so epic. Uh, fantastic. Okay, these two are criminally low on the list because this man is a bloody national treasure (laughs) (laughs) sir michael kane i am michael kane so get carter Mm -hmm. which is michael kane you know in his heyday in the 60s it's a crime classic i guess you've never seen get carter oh it's brilliant it's really good um and then the Italian job with Michael Caine. Oh, I've you're, only oh, seen yeah. You're supposed to blow the, the bloody job. doors off. Actually, that reminds me, if you're saying Michael Caine, Mr. Brown. Harry Brown. Harry Brown. God, Brown. I just watched that last week. Oh, that so is a rough, rough vigilante but it's revenge good. movie. It's good. So good. Have you seen um, that, Jules? Oh, so it, tough. It's, it was good, but it was like really tough. unnervingly yeah, over really the top tough. rough. Yeah. Um, but look, the Italian job is a classic. Get Carter is a classic. And come on. Sir Michael Caine, he's a national he's treasure. Oh, um, oh, and the Italian job, I forgot this because I revisited it again last year and it had been a long time since I'd seen it. They did that American one with Mark Wahlberg and I stuff. I liked it. It's fun. Um, but the, yeah, Charlie Steron. But the original has all the, you know, the Mini Coopers and stuff and it has this literal cliffhanger ending. Oh. And I almost wonder if that term cliffhanger ending comes from the, from the Italian mm, job. Probably. Because it literally has spoilers. It's been out for 50 years. Yeah. They they've done this huge heist. They've stolen all this gold. Everything's gone right. And then their van crashes off this like cliff. Hanging and off they're a cliff. Hanging off a cliff. And all the gold is on one side and all the people are on the other side. So they have to stay on the other side to balance the cliff. And then Michael Kane goes, I've got an idea. 
and then it freezes and the movie ends oh, like that. Frick. So I wonder if Cliffhanger actually That's comes from that true. movie. Yeah, I believe it. Very yeah, well, kid. It's really funny. Okay, good. I, I think I'm almost done here. Um, okay, this is a horror movie that I don't know if you've seen. Uh, you should check it out, Yenny. This is a disturbing movie, The Wicker Man. You ever seen this? Uh, oh, I've seen lots I've about this so film. much about yeah. it. And I'm not talking about the awful Nicolas Cage remake. Mm. Oh, the bees, the bees. Oh, dear. <laughs> it's one of the most ridiculed films that they did a remake of it. This is where Christopher Lee came out in the 60s. Okay. It is an eerie movie. Okay. It's about this like Christian guy who goes to this community uh, to find this missing girl. And then it, it just takes all these twists and turns. Uh, it's it's a creepy ass movie. That's the Wicker Man. Okay, cool. Um, that's pretty much it. I have a few other um, honorable mentions just because these are real deep cut British films. Do it. Um, Small Faces. Don't okay. know if you've ever seen that. Nope. It's a brilliant little <clears throat> British film. I can't even find it. I tried to find a copy of it and buy it. East is East. Of Do you course, remember that East one? East is East. I love yeah. that film. I can't find it over here in America. It's a great little film. Um, and then Face with Robert Carlyle. Amazing soundtrack. And it's the only movie where Damon Albarn was in it, from oh. the lead singer from Blur. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. And it's this crime caper movie with Robert Carlyle. Wow. That's what I've got. It's pretty good. Brilliant. How was that list, ladies? I think we did that pretty was good. Great. Yeah. yeah. It we was. had all the rom-coms and and you had all no, the no, classics. No. You guys, hey, you had Dunkirk. I was impressed. You had some good ones. No, it was pretty good. Oh, well, there you go. Good. So that's some a good selection of British films to go check out. Hopefully there were some that the listeners aren't aware of. Yes. And then, you know, other ones that are more obvious. And then also it was a good plug for ARC Music and the cool thing that you and your company does, Jules. Yeah, thank you so much for having me on today. It's it been really great. A total <laughs> pleasure. Thank you for coming on the show. Yay. You're welcome. All right. Good night, everyone. Good, good night. Thanks again for listening to another new episode of Tony the Movie Guy, the podcast. My weekly reminders, make sure if you have not already to rate and review our podcast on iTunes. If you do listen via Apple Podcasts, we would really appreciate it. Also, you can email us with any suggestions for future episodes at TonyTheMovieGuyPodcast at gmail.com. Keep up to date with Tony the Movie Guy via our Facebook page and our website, TonyTheMovieGuy.com, and follow us on all of your social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Tony the Movie Guy. Also, don't forget, if you love the podcast and want to continue to support it, you can become a patron on Patreon.com or donate to our GoFundMe campaign. All the links are in the show notes below. Bye-bye. <laughs>